Welcome to our podcast, The Third Option. In a binary world that's caught up in right versus wrong, left versus right, and good versus evil, we see the love of God as a third option. I'm Rick Manis. And I'm Judy Manis. Join us here every week for conversations about the magnificent love of God that we believe can and will change this world. Enjoy! Hey guys, thanks for listening to our podcast. Um, We, Judy and I, have just um, completed a big celebration. We had been married for 10 years, and we felt like we wanted to celebrate in a big way because uh, our union, our marriage, has been a wonderful gift from God that we wanted to acknowledge, and we we just felt like celebrating it. (laughs) We did. And so... uh, in this particular episode, we're going to begin uh, a series on celebration. It's something we've been talking about a lot. Yeah, we've been talking about it because we realized how what a blessing it was to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Like what, how important it is to make a big deal about the big deal that God <laughs> did in bringing us together in. Um, getting us through hard things um, together and just that whole atmosphere of celebration. I think it's important. So we want to talk about why it is important. Talk, we want to talk about why it's um, good to celebrate. And uh, in this episode, let's talk about um, why it's God to celebrate or, or it's really it's God's idea. It's always been God's idea. It's always been God's idea. Um, You know, even so, even in the beginning, um, with his creation, the Bible says on the seventh day he rested. And then, of course, we know later on that there's actually in the Old Testament commandments there was a command to 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 rest or keep keep the Sabbath. it wasn't necessarily a festival party, like throwing a big bash, but it was something to commemorate. It was something to stop and, and not just continue working. And, and, mm-hmm. and God actually, uh, you know, imposed that in the, in the Old Testament. And I, and I feel like he, um, what if he had not done that? What if there was no mention of a Sabbath? What if there was no mention uh, of a rest? What would people do? I think I know a lot of people that, that, that would just... Keep working. They would just keep their head, keep their head down, and keep and and keep working, and would not, um, not take time to enjoy mm-hmm. um, the goodness of God. And and when we talk about celebration, you know, the, it it all revolves to me. It all revolves around the grace of God. That's when I entered into a celebratory Christianity, and really more of a celebratory life. Mm-hmm. Um, with when I saw how good and gracious and loving God really was toward me and got that epiphany, that revelation, and, my, and, where, uh, and saw it in a way that it actually changed my life, uh, one of the, note, the changes that I noticed was uh, a heart of celebration. My Christianity became, became very joyful, almost a, a party, some might say. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was celebratory. I noticed that um, I didn't... You know, I used to do a lot of fasting. I used to do a lot of um, weeping over my condition. Um, 
not measuring up to God and sincerely crying because I wanted to. I, I, there was a lot of uh, sorrow that I, I felt was godly at the time, but but uh, you know that was my 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 thought. But a change happened to where I came into a celebratory lifestyle, and uh, not only did I celebrate my my Christianity, I celebrated my father. I celebrated life. I started noticing good things. I mean, the grace of God or the the real character of God actually brings this about. It's a part of who He is. Mm-hmm. And we see it in the scriptures. We see it in the Sabbath that I just mentioned, and also uh, in the um, in the law that He gave Moses. Part of those laws were um, were not just a bunch of hard things for people to do. Some of it was, "I command you, you know, to 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 celebrate this feast, and then and then uh, later on in the year celebrate this other feast and do this other feast." And and He says, and and when He says feast, it's, it's the word is festival. Mm-hmm. Have a festival. You have lots of food. You have like no sorrow. You have generosity toward those who don't have something. There's singing. There's dancing, dancing. There's eating. There's drinking. There's and and he doesn't say don't just do it one day. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> had a few days. Yeah, right? do it seven days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it one day and then do it again and then do it again and then mm-hmm. do it again. Yeah. And so uh, it was. Imp- Important. He saw the importance of doing. It. It's almost like he he taught the the, the Israelites of those days um, under Moses. It's it's like he had to teach them that well, it was okay and that they should they need to do this. Yeah, because they were coming out of slavery. They were coming out of a slave mentality, which is like a works focus. Mm-hmm. If you think about legalism and and just my experience with legalism, it was very like hard. And I was very suspect of people who were too happy or too uh, enjoying their lives. Like, no, work, you work, you, you work hard for God, you serve him, you, 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 you know, check these boxes so that you can, you know, please him. So there wasn't a lot of like lightness or joy or celebration. Right. It was more with your head down and pushing mm-hmm. Through. Isn't that interesting that it you know it is called a um, a works oriented uh, Christianity or a works oriented lifestyle and and not only did that include a a very very strong emphasis on working for God like doing what we call doing things for God it meant you meant you work in the church or you go to the mission field or you. You, 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 whatever you just, you're always thinking of what can I do quote for God and, and preachers would talk about that a lot. You know, what, what have you done for God lately? And most of us would feel bad because there's always room to do more. We felt like no matter, I know I felt like that. And most people that looked at me felt probably said, well, he's doing a lot for God, but, but inside myself, there was always more that I should Mm -hmm. do or could do. And so that works mentality just kept me uh, going there. And there honestly was not a lot of celebration in, 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 in heart, at, at, certainly not compared to what we're talking about now. So, and not only did we do work for God, um, but we would work for our own either acceptance uh, with God or we would work for our blessing from God, work. We would work to have favor from. God. We would do those kind of works. We would 
check those boxes, like you said, or try to check those boxes. And so it was a matter of, 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 of working. And it really was a slave thing. In fact, we called ourselves, we were happy to call ourselves servants of God. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that there are the scriptures where Jesus said, let's change that. He said, I know, I, I, I don't call you servants. I don't, long, I don't, I no longer call you servants. I call you friends. Later on in Hebrews, the Bible talks about, we're not servants, but we're sons. Mm-hmm. Uh, there again, Moses says that he was faithful as a servant. He says, but Jesus as a son, and, and that's the house that we're. Yeah, because we're a, a, a servant doesn't know the, the mind of the of the master doesn't know the mind of the of the right. father That's of the house, but a son, you have been given the mind and the thoughts of your father, yeah. so See, you do know those things. That's a good point. See, there again, the change, the celebratory Christianity or the celebratory lifestyle, the joyful lifestyle, comes from knowing the the will of the father, and uh, you know that brings up another uh, uh, party that. That I want to mention briefly, and that was one that that a man threw when his son, that we call the prodigal son, when he came home, mm-hmm. he threw a, threw a party for him, and, um, and and the son did not come to come to the father's house to have a party or just or to enjoy a party. He came to be a slave. He did. Right? Yeah. He said, "Make me one of your servants." Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the father showed him that that's not what I am. That's not what I want. I'm, I'm not going to have you as a servant. You're my son. You belong in this house, and you and you deserve to be celebrated because you come home. So, um, the son had to learn to celebrate, <laughs> right. even even though you know if you uh, if if you go by his performance and what works that he, what bad works he did and what good works he did not do, um, a lot of people would say he didn't deserve a party. He didn't think he deserved one. He said, I'm not even worried that he'd be called your son. And his older brother definitely didn't think he deserved it. Yeah, he didn't even want to, when he heard the party actually happening, and and the son finally accepted the party, Mm -hmm. Uh, the the, the other brother uh, didn't think that that he should, that, that the brother should have a party. Um, so because he was busy working Mm -hmm. and I think he had a similar, uh, thought process that I did. Like people who weren't working like me Mm -hmm. were somehow like suspect, Mm -hmm. you know, they weren't doing enough. I thought they were less spiritual. Yeah. I thought either they were less, they were less spiritual. Um, they had less, less love for God than I did. Less, they weren't serious enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they weren't serious enough. Right. But it's so good that the father in that parable just really overemphasized the true heart of the father, which was to lay your things down, lay your your um, your work tools yeah. down, and just let me put the the coat on you. Let me put the robe of righteousness on you. Let me put a ring on your finger. Like, let me be, uh, almost like your, your, your gracious father. Let me give to you what you, what, what you need to really celebrate. And, and the father was, was, was saying, look, I'm giving you permission to enjoy this. Mm-hmm. But Father, I'm not worried to be called your son. He says, I'm giving you the license to, 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 to be here, to enjoy this, to be the, the man of honor here. Let me honor you. Let me, let, me, let me favor you today. Let me bless you today. And that's what the gospel does. It gives us the license or the permission to, 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 to receive the goodness of the Father, to enjoy 
the goodness of the Father. I, I would say to celebrate the goodness of the Father because mm-hmm. because it is in this day of, of, of God's grace revelation and outpouring, it is a, a celebratory time. It's a party time. It's a mm-hmm. it's it's like um, we were talking earlier before we began recording this about. Um, uh, a party in in, ne- in the book of Nehemiah, um, and this is where you know they had they had just rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem, and and um, and, and Ezra stands up and he reads the book of the law to them, the book the book of, of the law of Moses. Now, let me just stop. Well, isn't it true that they hadn't been doing celebrations, like they hadn't been doing the Passover uh-uh. or the because th- they had been dispersed in right. different ways? So now they're coming together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so and so it's 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 a great time because they've rebuilt the walls and the, and the families are coming back to back to dwell in the city of Jerusalem and and uh, and so Ezra you know reads the, stands up and reads the book of the law to them and and it says and they when they they heard and they understood that law and it says and they wept and they grieved and they bowed their faces to the ground and and because they realized they hadn't been doing. What they were yeah, supposed to be doing? Because, because what does the law do? It brings a remembrance of sin. And so they're feeling the weight because they're hearing the book of the law. They're feeling the weight of their sin and they start mourning and they start grieving and they, mm-hmm. they put their faces to the ground and, and, and it says, and they worshiped God that way. See, that was, that was their, their way of, of, of worshiping because of the, uh, the grief of their sin as revealed by the law. Uh, uh, but then the scribes stood, stood up and they said, don't, don't mourn, don't sorrow. So this day is holy to the Lord. It's a day of rejoicing. Eat the fat, drink the sweet, you know, give, give it to those that don't have it. And, uh, and, he, and, and, and he said, because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Just like that prodigal son, it was the joy of his father <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, that ministered that, that strength and the ability um, uh, of the Son to receive that goodness and graciousness and abundance of the Father. And that's us. We're in that same same place. This is mm-hmm. what God wants people to know. This is why you and I talk about the grace, love, and goodness of God time after time after time because God <laughs> wants us to know these things about, uh, about Him because Jesus came that we would have life, abundant life. Mm-hmm. And an abundant life is a joyful life. It's a celebratory life. Not that there's not hard things in this human existence. Yeah. Not that we don't deal with hard things. We all do. Um, sometimes very hard things in the, in, in, in the flesh. But overall, in the midst of all of that, there is a celebration um, as we know, are aware of, and acknowledge our walk in our relationship with our Heavenly Father, which is the fullness uh, of us, which fills our heart. And as we also acknowledge His, His works, His goodness, His beauty, the things, the things that, that are around us, the mm-hmm. life that He's given us. Even though there are some hard things at times, life overall is beautiful and mm-hmm. wonderful and good. If you can see it, it really right. is. And it's something to be celebrated. celebrated. Mm-hmm. I think with us, you know, having this 10-year anniversary, you know, you had been married before for like 30-some years. So 10 years maybe to you would seem like maybe more insignificant. But for us, it's not. It's like very significant that we've had 10 years together because... 
I mean, either one of us, something could have happened at any time during the, those 10 yeah. years. But for whatever reason, we've been given this time together. Yeah. And for us to just stop our daily routine, just stop our, our kind of our habitual life mm -hmm. that we do, you know, on the road, at home, you know, and so on and so forth, and just say, stop. We're going to really just create Focus. this space where we can just celebrate yeah. the the beauty of marriage and the the beauty of having someone that loves you and that you love like it's a it's a big big it is. deal and what happens when you're in that celebratory tone or the celebratory heart so for instance we we just took 10 days to do no work but to celebrate and just to enjoy what happens in goodness gets magnified. We, True. we, 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 we acknowledge seeing olives on a tree in Italy. We acknowledge the, the countryside. We acknowledge the taste of the food. We acknowledge the, 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 every time there's some goodness expressed from a person, a server at our table or something, everything gets heightened. All the good mm -hmm. gets heightened, elevated, and comes into much more acute focus. Mm -hmm. And, and, and when, the, and, and as you're doing that, then it's just, it, it starts to overwhelm you and overtake you. It's like it feeds your heart. It mm -hmm. feeds your soul. And there was, for me, a very big sense of fullness mm -hmm. in my in my soul that I wasn't feeling needy or desperate or, you know, having to get things done. I was just like, I don't yeah. know, just so happy. And, you know, yeah. And, and see, and it's, and, and. When you make that place to do it, what are you, you're, you're opening up your heart and your life to receive just goodness. And all mm -hmm. goodness comes from God. Mm -hmm. No matter what form it's in, all this goodness comes from God. And, and, and when you're receiving from God, that's a, that's a way of connecting too. See, being intimate with God is not just putting on sackcloth and ashes and putting your face to the ground or say, I'm going to go pray for 24 hours mm -hmm. for the next, you know, next seven days in a row or something like that. There's a closeness when you're, when you're receiving mm -hmm. of somebody's goodness. We see that there again in the prodigal son. We see that, yeah. we see that, um, in, in our relationship with, with God. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, this, this message of God's grace, his graciousness, his free, unlimited, unmerited uh, grace and his unconditional love, it's such a big deal because it takes that to have the freedom, the license, the permission to um, receive um, all of God's goodness. And really to enjoy all yeah. of God's goodness because it's there to enjoy, but we don't. I don't always take the the intentionality to really enjoy yeah. things, you know, yeah. but I love it when we do it, you know, when I do it, like going for a walk at the end of the day, you could just walk down, you know, the West Orange Trail and not even see anything, or you can walk down and just your eyes are open and you're very much aware of this beauty that's around you in this very kind of mundane, you know, habitual yeah. moment or whatever. Yeah, in, in the everyday things. And don't you notice as you come to know your father's heart more, 
don't you notice that 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 brings more of a call to celebrate and to enjoy the goodness that God's given? It it it, it takes you that direction. It doesn't call you to celebrate less. It, it really call it really causes you to feel like like oh I'm I'm supposed to be celebrating more. Mm-hmm. You start to get that simply by knowing Daddy's heart. Mm-hmm. And we know Daddy's heart by acknowledging his goodness and, and letting I, it happen to I us. I think you kind of sense in those moments God smiling mm-hmm. at your enjoyment of what he's done. Yeah. Like you're taking a moment to say, like for us, thank you, God, for this marriage. Like, thank you, God, that you brought us together. And at the same time, there's this sense that he's really smiling and loving that you're enjoying being married to the person that he has for you. And I'm just using that as an example, but like, it could be anything. All the gifts and the goodness that God gives. There's so many gifts that God gives. It's, um, you know, don't you? You know, when you give a gift to someone, don't you like them to be happy about it, <laughs> or do you like them to be either reject? You don't like them to reject it, and you don't really like it if they're just kind of like, oh, okay, great, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but you, you, your heart, is the, and you feel more connected to the person that they're, if they're delighted. Like, oh, thank yeah. you, I, you know, and they, and they and they celebrate it. There's a delight in it. Yeah, yeah, they delight in it, and they celebrate that gift, and so there's there's a more of an, a, a sense of intimacy. When we're celebrating what God mm-hmm. does, enjoying what mm-hmm. God does, um, uh, acknowledging mm-hmm. what God what God does, and it brings more gratitude to us, and the gratitude that's in our heart, what does that do? That becomes our expression to to, to our Father more and more. So we're actually praying more. Yeah, because we're uh, we're exchanging. Gratitude. Yeah. So this makes me think about the brilliance of God introducing celebration to the Israelites, like with the Passover, because he really rescued them from a a big, uh, Mm -hmm. potentially life-threatening situation that he he wanted them to remember that and Mm -hmm. to pass that down to their children. Like, Mm -hmm. remember my goodness that I passed over Mm -hmm. you that evening and that I brought you out of... Uh, a slave or a, you could even use addiction there, but he's brought you and freed you from this, um, yeah. you know, slavery. So for him to say, look at that guys, like, I want you to remember this. And he even had certain foods representing certain parts. Mm-hmm. And then you think about Jesus who then at the last supper with his disciples takes that Passover celebration remembrance and takes it down to like the bread and the wine and it's like do this in memory of me like celebrate he the takes the good, good stuff the, the, the best parts of that <laughs> the bread because part of that wine, remembrance was the bitter, the bitter herbs. herbs and those and the hardness that that they that they had gone through mm-hmm. and and Jesus takes the beautiful parts, the bread and the wine. And he says, this is my, my, my you know, this is the new covenant. This, this, this is my body that's given for you. Remember me. I've done this for you. So do you think for him going to the cross, because he knew he was going to the cross at that time, 
he was taking the bitter herbs and yeah. the, the lamb and all of that was him I'm taking that. Yep. And now taking you just eat that bread, you drink that wine and, you know, remember I'm with you, you know, yeah. to the end of the age. And so even that becomes a celebratory thing uh, uh, for us, even when we do it, because we're celebrating life mm -hmm. when we do that. We're celebrating our life through what he has, uh, th through what, what he has done. And they, and and so it, it was always like that with the festivals, you know. Remember this, and then uh, you know uh, you had uh, the Pentecost, which was you know was a harvest festival, and all. Celebrate the harvest because that's the abundance of uh, uh, and blessing of God coming and celebrate um, uh, those things. So anyway, it's our, our point is is that celebration was actually God's idea. It's not our. It wasn't our idea. Right. It was God's idea, and He, he says, "I want us. you to do this." Yeah. And uh, He's the one that said, "A merry heart does good like a medicine." Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I think, we've got a lot more things to say yeah. about these. About you know, this. and we start out by talking about the whole idea of this podcast came because of us celebrating our ten-year anniversary. But there and, are and just talking about how good, good it was and it is yeah. to celebrate. But there's so many other uh, opportunities to celebrate things. You know, things like um, well, your birthday and or celebrate uh, a new job or celebrate your friends or celebrate. Um, you know, uh, a significant event in your life, you know, a new job, like a new home. There's so many, mm -hmm. um, so many avenues. opportunities to have a, a, either a literal festival or certainly one in your heart. And then, it, and then you notice it starts coming down to what some would call the more mundane or smaller things, but your heart becomes more and more celebratory Celebra and you, you celebrate when the grass turns green in spring or something, you know, you, <laughs> but you have a more sensitivity. You're more aware of like all these things are because of our father, you know, just because he decided to make that beautiful plant that yeah. you just put in the backyard, you know, that, the, that, that kind of eyes open, yeah. like taking in the goodness of God it, it does lead to a lifestyle. It right? does. It does. And and it's a joyful lifestyle. And remember, the joy of the Lord is, is our, our strength. strength. And so he wants us to carry that that kind of joy that we have the strength uh, of life. And the re, the rejoicing in, in things is what uh, is the experience that we that, that, that we carry in that. God God is good. We want you know, we we we, we teach and we want people to know because not everybody realizes that he's that good. They'll say he's good because they're supposed to. That's that's doctrinal, but man, you just get you just keep seeing more and more how good he really is, and it's and it keeps surprising us that he's that he's always better than whatever we thought he was yesterday, and and uh, and so we 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 see that he's good, and as we see that he's good, life starts looking good, mm -hmm. even with its issues, problems, and troubles that it might have sometimes. Life is is still good, and it's mm -hmm. big and beautiful. That's how you can get through pains and, and hard things and even and, and grief uh, at times because even even with the pain of 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 of, of, of a horrible heartbreaking grief um, life is really still good and it's still something to celebrate if you can see it because that's the truth it just really is and so we see the goodness of God we see the goodness of life we see the goodness of our 
existence, uh, even the temporal and in the eternal. Mm-hmm. And they all become things to celebrate. And then what, as you see that, the joy of the Lord really does become your everyday strength. You wake up with a celebratory heart. Mm-hmm. Life is good today. And I mm-hmm. haven't even done the first thing yet, but here I am and, and life is good. And you notice everything. You'll notice your spouse. One of the things, one of the thing, reasons that we celebrate is because, um, us coming together, us being married has been really, really good. And a part of our marriage is that we acknowledge, um, Every day, we we acknowledge how much we love each other, care for each other, how much we're so uh, thankful that the other one's in our life. That happens uh, uh, on a daily basis, um, just about all day long. Really, it, it kind of just bubbles out mm-hmm. of you, like you're you're. And I I personally, my personality has not been that way the majority of my life. It, you know, the majority of my life was depression. I always saw what was wrong, the negative. So this change has only come from the change of seeing the goodness and the grace of God. That has changed my whole perspective. And I'll tell you, when we first met, we did that from the very beginning because I remember you had come to Florida. We had five dates in five days. And on that last day, we sat and talked about what we loved about that, mm. that whole experience, all five days. And we still do that about everything. And we, we do it all the time. But it was something natural mm. that happened. And it was uh, kind of... I, I think it it wasn't like I thought we should do this, but it just happened. Mm-hmm. And it it was important that we really um, savor what God right. had done and given us. Right. We, we, we both have always had a gratitude uh, toward each other, but we have a, a mindset of that too. We've always carried a mindset of, of, of being aware that something good has come into our life and we're grateful for it. And not that there haven't been, there haven't been problems and disagreements and things, and we could focus on the negatives and just say, that's it. I'm mm-hmm. done. But, but acknowledging the good and celebrating that good with each other, um, has made some, a, a beautiful, 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 powerful, loving, relationship that we wanted to celebrate big because it's been good. Mm-hmm. And what made it good was the goodness of God that we saw in our lives and we were grateful for it. Mm-hmm. And we're always thanking God for each other. You know, I'm thanking God that you're in my life and you're always thanking God that I'm in your life and I'm far from perfect. And I've, I've done many things that, that would frustrate you and me maybe upset you. And t- t- I've done plenty of, of, of human things. And vice versa. But, and vice versa. <laughs> but we're grateful because yeah. overall, overall it's good and yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. And we see each other uh, um, that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, the heart of celebration, it doesn't... It, it doesn't focus on the on the negative spots that are in life and the flaws that are that are in people's lives because if we focus on that then what happens is our whole field of vision gets gets flooded with something negative or and we become either angry or we become very sad or something and um, you know a lot of times you know when we're trying to help people we just want to try to help them to remember that you know that's 
that's one spot that we're mm-hmm. looking at, and it looks really big right now because we can't take our eyes off of it. But the big picture, there's so much beauty and there's so much good, mm-hmm. yeah. and there, and God is good, um, and so that's one reason why God initiated. He, he initiated celebrate. Remember yeah. these good things. It's good for <laughs> you to do that. So, well, thank you for listening to uh, our podcast. If you enjoyed it, we'd love it if you'd share it with somebody or give our podcast a review. If uh, the the platform you're listening on gives you the option to, yeah, review. these are these are very good positive. Uh, truth about the goodness of the Father, and so if you enjoy this while you're while you're out doing your walk or your jog or your whatever you're doing while you're listening that you do when you listen to podcasts, and uh, yeah, you think somebody else would enjoy it or benefit it, uh, share it. It'll help them, and it'll help us to 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 get it out. We just want to be a blessing. Amen. Have a great day. Bye bye. Hey, if you've enjoyed our podcast today, please subscribe and consider leaving us a review. And if these conversations have encouraged you, head on over to our website at rickmanis.com. There's all kinds of resources there, so check it out. Have a great day.